This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This week on Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Think I'd rather die than make myself throw up. We can make everyone's fantasies come true. Taking ludicrous to get neutered today. Uh, uh, you never feel like you're in danger of your life with me. Ludicrous is a messy pooper. What? Just making sweet, sweet love on camera. You could put those bitches in an autoclave. Ma'am, why does your baby have five heads? He just gets the dingles. Residual fluids. Rather have that than bed bugs. Look at that guy's car. It's from ICE. You see that? What city is that? Chicago. Wasn't even that icy. Uh, it's balmy today. Ice just falling from buildings. Oh, like the ice fell into it? I thought yeah, the it ice meant- fell off of a building and into the guy's car and shattered his window. Oh, well, that's an insurance claim. The He'll news be fine. is on here in the studio. He will rebuild. We're, we're recording, by the way. We're off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Best podcast ever. Well, you guys, don't worry, because after this uh, episode, you'll be hearing a new and improved Spankies, because we're going to have a housekeeping meeting. <laughs> <laughs> figure out what we're going to do in 2020. <laughs> we're not going to do that tomorrow. No, we will. Are I'll, we? Yeah, watch me get a clipboard so fast. Oh, wow, okay. All right. So new and approved, because literally when we're going through stuff uh, for today's episode, for whatever reason, there's like seven stories involving dicks. I told you, you got to break up the dick. So I, I put in some relief stories in here. So don't worry if you're in the car with your parents or your children or whoever makes you feel uncomfortable. God, about whose child listens to this? Didn't you say one of your friend's kids did? Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. His name's Tyler. Shout out to Tyler. So if you're in the car with somebody who you're uncomfortable listening to dick stories with, we're going to break it up with some <laughs> non-dick news. <laughs> How was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it was fine thanks i'm in tennessee titans football hell right now uh my wife is an enormous tennessee titans fan she travels to every game she has season tickets she went to the game in uh in uh, boston went to the game in baltimore over the weekend now she's going to Kansas City this weekend, and you're completely bored with football. I'm so sorry. No, I'm not bored. And I was going to say, like, listen, I do not sports in any type of way, but it's to my understanding that they're doing well. Yes, they're okay. one of the final four teams left. And like, didn't the, don't they have like kind of a Lions thing about their team where they just they've never historically been good. suck? They have not been this far since 2002. Holy crap! 
And so if they win on Sunday in Kansas City, they go to the Super Bowl. Listen, I'm happy for Randy, but I miss her. So like I've been kind of like hoping that they lose so we can get her back. <laughs> She's been just all gallivanting around I the country know. watching this damn football team play. I like had this thought over the weekend. I was like, God, I like haven't been able to hang out with Randy in a while. I oh, I don't want her team to lose because I know that'll upset her, but I kinda hope they do. So we worst case back. scenario, there's only two weeks left. Oh, okay. And and I'm gone this, this game in the Super so. Bowl. Yeah, so you're, you're fine. You'll see her soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho. Um, so over the weekend for me, um, I took like six baths. Um, I cooked myself a luxurious mac and cheese. And um, I had a death scare. Another one? Yeah, I was home alone in my house. So like basically I need a sitter. I was wondering where you're going with this. <laughs> it's like I took a bath, made some mac and cheese, almost died. I found this recipe earlier in the day and it was for um like this healthy lavender lemonade and as you know i just got this new juicer couldn't be more excited to just make all these concoctions (laughs) so i was like yes i'm gonna make this lavender lemonade because every time like i go to like a cocktail place and they have a lavender-esque drink on a menu you know how you have your keywords on a menu where you see like the one word in there you're like that's that's the one i know i like that you're even wearing a lavender shirt today this is pink men are so colorful your hair is also lavender my hair is deep purple same this is pink sorry go ahead men are colorblind it's okay Uh. you're just disabled (laughs) (laughs) so i um start making this juice i have to like squeeze the juice out of six lemons so i just wasted a whole two dollars and i put six lemons in there it was like a cup of honey and then um it says put drops of lavender oil in there. And I was like, oh, I have lavender oil in my house. So I put like a couple drops of lavender oil and then I poured it in my cup and take a drink. Ooh, it's good. Take another like gulp. And I was like, it's great. And then I like pick up the oil that I just put in there and it says toxic, do not ingest. What did you do? What? <laughs> so they meant lavender baking oil and I put ah, lavender ah, essential ah, ah, ah. oil. <laughs> 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 Lord, did you not read the side of it before you put it in? I Obviously just, not. No. And I was just like, all, all the same. And of course, I pick it up to read it after I've taken two gulps. So I immediately panic ensues. Did you like force yourself to throw up? I can't do that. I'm afraid of throwing up. I am not one of those people. Like, but you you're probably also afraid of dying from lavender toxic related deaths. I think I'd rather die than make myself throw up. I texted Josh and I was like, oh, like, help, I'm dying. Oh. And he was like drunk out with his friends. And he was like, please calm down. Like, you're going to be fine. Like, if you are this concerned, go make yourself throw up. I almost called poison control and I started Googling. <laughs> I found a subreddit of, pe- a subreddit of people just like me who have drink essential oil (laughs) and they're still alive today well at least the ones that were on the reddit the ones that are dead shut up had no time to write on reddit that they were alive so i calmed myself down eventually um i tried to flush it out with water and that was my near-death experience like i need to be watched you're a survivor Do we need to wear a ribbon and like run 5K for you? <laughs> yes. It needs to be a lavender ribbon. <laughs> I'm just doing it for awareness for my friend, Julia. Essential oil survivor. <laughs> Spanky's Corner. A podcast. Lookalike gay porn star asks Sean Mendez's blessing to play him. Yeah. So apparently the number one search thing on Pornhub right now is Sean Mendez. Um uh, which, it's men.com. That's what I'm looking at right here. That's the the search thing. 
Oh, okay. But I guess like when you're on Pornhub, though, like one of the top search results is Sean Mendes, uh, because I think people think he looks a lot like him. I think he kind of looks like a cross between Sean and like uh, that guy who played Freddie Mercury. Yeah, a little bit. The guy's name is Caleb Stryker. That's a name. Stryker, S-T-R-Y-K-E-R. And Caleb, of course, with a K. Can't be with a C. Uh, but yeah, the most searched names on the gay porn site were Sean Mendez. Number two was William Seed. I don't uh, know he, William Seed. He's an actual gay porn star. And then three was Justin Bieber. According to Men.com, Caleb was intrigued by the idea of developing and starring in a Sean Mendez porn parody, guitar and all, <laughs> truly giving our members what they want. Then... Caleb Stryker says, I just found out my lookalike Sean Mendez is the most popular search on men.com. So that means I'm not the only one crushing on him. Uh, so Sean, what do you say we give the people what they want? If you're cool with it, I can play you as a role on men.com and we can make everyone's fantasies come true. Is he a gay porn star or a regular porn no, star? A gay porn star. There's mm. no, no, I mean, and I'm not saying that's just because a gay porn star. I'm saying like either way, there's no way Sean's going to say yes to that. Absolutely not. Um, I think it's smart if he did, though. Think about it. How much would he get paid? Sean? For a, just a likeness. Is there a likeness fee? I'm sure. To use his name and whatever. Think about that. Think about how much you get paid. Like in, There's so much money floating around in porn. Just <laughs> license them the music. Like the whole nine. I mean, think about it. All right. Just here. Pull up the lyrics to Stitches. Read the lyrics to Sean Mendez Stitches. And you tell me this wouldn't be perfect for this particular scenario. I thought that I've been hurt before, but no one's ever left me quite this sore. (laughs) (laughs) You watch me bleed until I can't breathe. I'm shaking, falling onto my knees. And now that I'm without your kisses, I'll be needing stitches. I'm tripping over myself, aching, begging you to come help. Just like a moth drawn to a flame. Oh, you lured me in. I couldn't sense the pain. Now I'm going to reap what I sow. I'm left seeing red on my own. Oh, Teddy Geiger wrote this song. Ted? Yeah. Haven't heard from old Ted in a while. I'm his friend on Facebook. Wow. Wow. Way to brag, everybody. (laughs) Julia is friends with Teddy Geiger on Facebook. I don't know why. What what gay porn star is going to play him? Teddy Geiger, I loved his little hit back in the day. What would the plot be of a Shawn Mendes? Uh, okay, so it would be definitely take place in Canada. Uh, he'd roll in for a Tim Hortons coffee. <laughs> pay for it with a loony. Is that what they pay for? No, they don't have loonies there, do they? Yeah. No. yeah. A loony and a toonie. I, I, went, I went too deep for you on the Canada references. I apologize. He would roll through there, get some coffee, and then he would go to the studio. And then like... Teddy Geiger's there with a fresh song called Stitches. Caleb Stryker just making sweet, sweet love is Sean Mendez. Would you watch that? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Uh, I don't think so either. Okay. Would you refer it to a friend that you think would enjoy it? Sonic, for sure. Yeah. I would send it to him immediately. As soon as it came down, I would forward him just everything. In fact, I would subtly just airdrop it to him in the middle of the day because he's in the studio next door. He'd be like, dude. And then we'd watch it. All the lights. Like, look, it's Caleb Stryker as Sean Mendez in his first performance as Sean Mendez. What would Sonic's porn name be? Sonic the Hedge Dong. (laughs) 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 Uh, How much do they have to pay you to do porn? I was going to say nothing. I meant to say there's no way I would do it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Julia's ready for free. I'm so tired. I was, I was gonna be like nothing, but no, no I. Uh, that's a hard no for me. Somebody from my high school, he like was a big man whore in high school, like dated tons of girls, like just was always like that guy. And then um, one of our gay friends found him on a gay porn site going by the name Keenan. Keenan? And that was not his name at all. Keenan with a K, like Caleb with a K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a girl uh, when I worked in Seattle, she would always show up. She was like, uh, this was like when All American Rejects and like Paramore and all those bands were like super big. Yeah. And her and her friends would show up to all these events because they wanted to get in to meet like, you know, all of these skinny jean bands, right? There was one event that we were at and all of her friends show up minus her. And we're like, what happened to your friend? I don't even remember her name anymore. What happened to your friend? She just went up and went to LA and started shooting porn. And apparently she's like pretty big time in the industry now. Really? Yeah. She went and made it. So she waited till she turned 18. She was like 16 to 17 coming yeah. to these events, turned 18. And the second she turned 18, she's on a jet to LA out there in the Valley, just making sweet, sweet love on camera. You know, my best friend, Katie, um, every time I post like anything about her in my story, so many guys will message me and be like, your friend looks like Riley Reed. <laughs> And I texted her once and I was like, hey, somebody said you look like, like this one porn star. And she goes, Riley Reed, get it all the time. She's <laughs> like, what do you think they called me in college? Would you pay for a sex rental robot or sex robot rental? Absolutely not. They're doing that in Calgary right now. That's disgusting. A rental? Mm. Yeah, no, the, I had this story pulled up too. So it was founded by two friends. Uh, they made, uh, they were bored in their jobs in the oil and gas industry. So they took a stock of eight sex dolls and uh, they started a business and you can get the sex doll for $149 an hour or a $180 special for three hours or $249 for the whole night. And it comes to the, you need to pay a $100 fully refundable security deposit. <laughs> and for $25, you can keep her panties sprayed with love juice. I don't know what that means. That's but. really gross and sad. That's probably like, that probably means like used panties. Yeah. Uh, between rentals, each doll is washed with antibacterial soap, high pressure hot water, and then given a second clean with hydrogen peroxide and rubbing alcohol. After that, the staff checks the dolls with a black light and a UVC light to make sure they're free from residual fluids. There is no <laughs> amount. You could put those bitches in an autoclave and that would not even be... <laughs> sterile enough like that is so disgusting so you got this business and you're trying to hire employees how do you hire the person that's the black light person to make sure there's no quote residual fluids left over in a sex doll do you think a black light person is like a specific job or do they just go through the black light like room raiders <laughs> look, look at this doll show me she's very anatomically off there's some boobs yeah they are they look like fish eyes oh you can make them from scratch you can get them however you want <laughs> it's nice so you're not interested? Do you think Josh would do that? Your your boyfriend? I would hope not. Mm, you don't think? I really hope not. But what if he just missed you so much? You'd rather have him go get pay one forty nine for a, re a sex doll rental than go out, you know, find some random girl running around St. Louis, right? I I'm would, guessing you I would, would hope he would do neither. But yeah. I'm saying if you had to choose one or the other, no, we're not choosing. I because that like that's that's something you judge people off of. I feel like that's the makings of a serial killer. If you have to go to a sex robot rental shop, it's not like it's like a big Saturday night. You go to Family Video, you go to the sex rental shop, and then you go to Little Caesars on your way back with all your things. <laughs> it's like the blockbuster for sex dolls. That's so disgusting. <laughs> that's so disgusting, and they they probably like sell. Like popcorn and like shock tarts up at the front. 
<laughs> Shock tarts, by the way, best candy. They say some of their big, uh, their biggest customers are couples. How do you like that? Julia's just making a look, and unfortunately, I'm sorry, I do on a the podcast. You can't see the look; it's just her just going. Ugh. Like if her look was a noise, it would be. It would be Who do you think that we know would rent this? Sonic. Yeah, I know. I just want to hear it. <laughs> Spinky's corner. A podcast. All right, so this is interesting. So apparently in 2019, America drank less wine for the first time in 25 years. Can you guess why? Less wine. Yeah. Uh, there, there's an actual reason that they attribute to this? Yeah. Uh, millennials don't like wine. They don't want to spend the money. No, because think about it. Millennials right now all about Trader Joe's and for some reason, Aldi. Because back in the day, I feel like Aldi wasn't as popular and I feel like Aldi has now become like, if Urban Outfitters could buy into Aldi, they would. It's become like a hot retro trendy thing. Uh, and we love our cheap wine from there. I am part of this oh, problem. So they're, they're drinking the same amount of wine, just paying less for it. No, I mean, but they're not getting wine as much anymore. I'm just saying like, I don't think it's too expensive for them because we have cheap options. Wine's the only alcohol I don't drink. I can literally drink anything else. Uh, gin's a close second, but everything else, eh. Do you not enjoy it? No. It's, it doesn't taste very good. And it's too complicated. When you go to a restaurant and they're like, what kind of wine would you like to pair with your your, your meat or chicken or fish or whatever? When is When I have to start thinking about what I'm pairing it with, then I just check out. I mean, I don't really care about the pairing. I know... The foo-fooness is off the charts. The snobbiness. It's a lot of foof. I, but I love wine. Red lately hit me in the flux. So it's been a lot of white. Mm. Um, but apparently the reason is not that shocking. It's because of hard seltzers. Oh, people like you. Yeah. So, I mean, wine, when women were looking towards drinking, wine it used to be, take it for what it is, the healthiest option. Because you could counter it towards oh red wine is good for your heart health and can't you drink wine when you're when you're pregnant yeah but you shouldn't <laughs> but don't they then there's some study i should definitely not be saying this on this podcast uh, yeah i mean <laughs> don't be putting it out as like like boston college ma'am why does your baby have five heads i don't know i heard it's Spanky's podcast so you can drink wine while pregnant <laughs> but apparently also like hard liquor has seen a giant spike now too so it, so rum, vodka, tequila, bourbon, whiskey have all like seen a giant spike. Well, the seltzer thing's interesting because Bud Light now even has a seltzer. I don't know if you saw that. They've been advertising on all the football games, the Bud Light seltzer. Yeah, I've seen that. So why is there a spike in hard liquor then? I think because of all like the um, the new products that are being released. So past five years, Tito, Tito's has been the shining star. Yeah. And then... Because it's good and it's cheap. Right. But it's like... What did I? What was the comparison I made about it on Twitter the other day? Oh, it's the Paul Rudd of alcohol. No, no, no Affordable, you. approachable, friendly. <laughs> and now Screwball's out. And Screwball is just like a straight up hard liquor. Um, there's all those bourbons that are making their mark. Like Josh used to be a very big beer guy, but now he's just a sophisticated bourbon man. Wow, I know. But as we all With get his older, big cube. I mean, I I was like that too. I grew into whiskey and scotch and bourbon. There's only a, a period of time in your life where you can actually go in and order Red Bull and vodka before you got to go. Dah, I should probably upgrade this to scotch. I'm a grown up now. <laughs> It's like the book, The Giver, when each year of life you are gifted with something new and it's like, ah, oh, we are weaning you off of Mickey's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be smirch Mickey's. <laughs> 
to. We used to drink that all the time when I was in high school. We had Mickey's and all like the malt liquor because we all thought we were in hip hop videos. And so we would just drink. Oh yeah, man. Shout out to Rockford, Illinois. Cause you could get it for cheap and could get hammered for like $3 and get like three forties of whatever kind of awful malt liquor that they had at the local Amico. I'm not looking down upon the Mickey's comment more so that like you all thought you were in a rap video because you were the most non-rap video human I've ever seen with my two eyes. Go ahead and say what you really mean. You're the whitest man I know. <laughs> the whitest man you know. I mean, yeah. You're like on a pamphlet for... Whiteness? Milk. <laughs> Spanky's Corner. A podcast! What's the most amount of damage your cat's ever had? Ludicrous. Uh, what's the most Lou? amount of damage your cat has made around your house? Um, Like, has he broken anything? He's just like a messy pooper. So stains, basically, is the worst of ludicrous. Yeah, and it's not, like, intentional. He's not, like, disobedient where he can't go in his box. He just gets the dingles. Ludicrous is a messy pooper. Occasionally. What's funny is we'll probably use that part in the very beginning. Here's what's coming up. (laughs) And people will just hear the words, ludicrous is a messy pooper. Probably already heard it. And they thought, why are they talking about ludicrous and his bowel movements? Well, when I... My favorite thing was when I took him to get neutered, I tweeted taking at ludicrous to get neutered today <laughs> just to freak him out <laughs> <laughs> i wanted that to show up in his verified column and be like what <laughs> <laughs> this cat in uh australia caused forty thousand dollars worth of damage to the family home after they put this damn cat in the laundry room and the cat got pissed and turned the washing machine on and flooded the entire fucking house. Holy shit. How do you turn a, how does a cat turn on a laundry? It was smart. A smart cat. A washer. You know what though? You have to know what kind of washer it is though to know what happens because one, if it's like one of those that's not like, you know, the ones that like are just this way and not through the top. Nobody can see that. (laughs) You know, the ones that are front loading and not top loading. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, this story's from Australia. So probably the washer's upside down. Oh, because I was going to see if it's front load like the one I joke. have. That was it's... a complete joke. And you're like, oh, really? <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> if it's a front loader, it's just a button. So maybe I could see that. But if it's a top loader, then the cat has thumbs. And now we got more of a story here. Well, let's take a look here. They've now installed baby locks across her house. So stop their naughty cat from doing any future damage. Dude, $16,000 to dry the house out. $10,000 to replace all the brand new carpeting and wooden flooring. $1,000 in electricity bills from having the dryers and humidifiers running all day for seven days. Oh, that's bad. That's the difference between cats and dogs. Like, if a cat's mad at you, it somehow knows to, like, fuck you up mentally, like, with your electricity bill. But did I ever tell you our flood story? No. We got flooded out for 30 days in our condo. I've never told you the story? No. So, uh, here's a great flood story. Water is kind of an asshole. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, it is bad. So our neighbor directly next to us. So we're in a condo unit building. So uh, when when was this? This was in 2014, maybe. Our neighbor was renting out this unit to, uh, she was like a Chinese exchange student. Or she was here from China doing something. And apparently she did not understand that you can't hang laundry on your sprinkler heads. You know, like when you go to a hotel, I got the big sign. Hey, don't hang things on the sprinkler head. She did. And at four o'clock in the morning, that thing broke loose and it started shooting out. It was something crazy, like 10 gallons a second or something or whatever. So fire alarms are all going off on her floor. I wake up. We still had our dog at that time. Go walking outside. 
open up the door and there's just water flying out of her unit. And she That's opens so scary. Up the door too. And our neighbor on the other side, he was like my age, uh, like two doors down, he opens up the door. And so we're all sitting out there like four o'clock in the morning, water's coming out. <laughs> she barely spoke English, but I know she knew the word shit and fuck. She keeps going, shit, shit, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Which is the funniest part about the whole story. She was so sweet and so like, Oh, nice, that's but- sad. So did it only come out of her unit, but like went into your guys's or did your guys's things also go off? So what happened was it took, they got the fire department there and the fire department came in. They had to make sure there wasn't in fact a fire. Then they shut down everything. It took them... In- Literally 12 minutes. That's it. 12 minutes, which is fast if you think yeah, about that's it. crazy. To get there, assess the situation, shut down the water. 12 minutes. It did, in the building, uh, $1.8 million worth of damage. Oh my God, that poor girl. That poor girl. Oh, oh it gets way better. So the unit on, our, my friend on the other side of her, they were flooded out. Our side, the water is coming through the door. Like we were out for 30 days. Her unit was completely destroyed. The one across the street, they were flooded out. And the one on the other side of us was flooded out. It was great for Randy because we had large firefighter men in our in our unit at 4 o'clock. Randy's probably just like... Moving TVs and stuff. And she's sitting there. She's like, this is great. These probably- hot firemen just in my, <laughs> in my condo. <clears throat> so water went all the way downstairs. And we lived on the third floor. And there's uh, common areas below. Flooded all those out. The whole thing. The renter did not have renter's insurance, so none of her stuff was covered. The owner let his homeowner's insurance expire when he rented out the unit. So he was on the hook for $1.8 million worth of damages. He had the, our condo company's insurance company. We, all, we, we basically sued him twice, once with the HOA and then once on our own because we were out like a thousand bucks for the deductible, which we never got back. The guy is ruined for life. So- just because you're renting out a, uh, a little condo, make sure you get your homeowner's insurance, kids. Make sure you got that up to speed. So did you get like all new shit, like TV, <laughs> Mostly, yeah. A lot of the furniture was saved, but all the new flooring, all that stuff had to be redone. So we went and lived with our dog at the uh, Residence Inn, South Lake Union. 30 days to redo your whole place isn't actually bad. No. But After I mean, severe damage. They had to bring in like... Uh, people to like scientists and shit to like make sure there wasn't algae and fungus and whatever in between the exactly like 30 days for all of that like not bad yo ton of marriott points oh you are all about the points we gotta you know what we gotta do a points episode that's like very uh informational for our bored people to death but i'm telling you this much if you ever want to rack up some marriott points Go ahead and get yourself a flood. Put my panties on my there sprinkler. I got about to dry. <laughs> Spanky's Corner. A podcast. Julie's got a problem um, with, and it's a bad problem. She has this issue with running into stationary objects while driving. Yeah, I'm not one of those people that you're ever scared to be in a car with. Like, you never feel like you're in danger of your life with me. So let's just clear that. But as Josh puts it, it's embarrassing to be in the car with me because like I drive like a 90 year old. So say for instance, I have to make a left turn. People behind me are getting really impatient because <laughs> I, I'm just scared. I'm not going to go <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like when you're, there's like enough lull in a car where you're, it's like, you could have gone twice. How do you drive in Chicago traffic then? You know what? I know my way to work and I get there fine. Like Josh did comment that I've been driving really well in Chicago traffic. He's like, holy crap, I'm impressed. The damage on my car started when I lived in my last apartment, I didn't pay for a carport. So I had to park in the non-carport spots, which one was like 
between where the carport ended and the dumpster. So like I rounded the pole of the carport one night because it was a super tight squeeze. And that's where like, it was just, it was damaged, but it was minimal. Like it was nowhere near as bad as it is now. And then now I have a back driveway to my place. They always have like the garbage bins out like pretty far. So I always fucking clip them on my way in. Like, you know how that scene in Home Alone where the pizza guy keeps hitting that thing? That's me with my garbages. And I always clip them on my way in and I'm like, oh, just hitting that side. And like one day in particular, it got really bad. I like heard like my thing dent. So like I knew that was a dent. And then Sunday night, I was coming back in from the grocery store and I knew I hit it. And I'm like, uh, whatever, it's just a scratch. And then yesterday I go to leave and I look in my side view mirror and I'm like, something looks weird. Like, why can I see my handle so well? I'm like, what? So that was because I thought like, or I thought my gas cap was open. So I go out and I'm like, oh no, 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 no. And my like, just went to grab my handle. I came right off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Sonic. Hey. Hey, dude, we were talking about you earlier. Yeah, you got a lot of... My Crocs? No. How much would you um? How much would I have to pay you to participate in a porn, a gay porn? A gay porn? Yeah. You want to do regular porn? No, I'm Asian, dude. I'm not like it. Looks like I got out of the cold ocean twenty four seven. Okay. <laughs> but some people are into that. Who? I, I mean, Sign me up. There, there, there could be like small, like because you know how they'll have like categories where Fetishes. it's like girl on girl, like BDSM. Yeah. Straight out of the ocean. Small, <laughs> small Asian peen fetish. Have thing. you noticed there's no Asian male male Asian coast uh, porn stars? There's I bet. Be no, there's for sure probably an Asian category. There's no way there's yeah, not. But for ladies, like, yeah. I don't know. I feel right. like... They're not like dropping the hammer. You know what I'm saying? When we were looking for stuff for this episode, I was telling Julia, I'm like, for whatever reason, there was like seven dick stories that popped up today. And I don't know why. So can I read you some headlines and you guys can pick which one is your favorite and we'll narrow it down to one yes. dick story. Okay, here's the first one. Record number of men needed NHS, which is like the thing in uh, the UK, their healthcare thing. This is from the UK. Record number of men needed NHS surgery to repair snapped penises last year after suffering the gruesome injury, which can happen during sex. That's headline number one. Headline number two. Man's penis rots after he gets it stuck in a metal pipe for five days before finally going to Thai hospital for help when the pain becomes too much. Five days. Rots? Rots. Yeah. My limit's three. A uh, man suffers three-day erection after taking bull Viagra and ends up in the hospital. Ouchie. Um, and then here's the last one. Dude, these are all literally this week. I don't know what's going on in 2020, but dudes are doing weird things with their dicks. Peepees. A wife whose husband's penis was eaten by flesh-eating bug insists they're stronger than ever despite not being able to have sex. Any I, any of those sound appealing to you guys? None, obviously none. Well, we've come this far. Where did he get the flesh eating bugs uh, from? His wife. Great, great question. Uh, Andrew Lane from Essex, another one from the UK, got the serious infection necro necrotizing fasciitis or something in 2013. It was discovered after an operation and removed prostate glands or a <laughs> prostate gland. It was so severe, he was left with an inch and a half of his penis. So really, dude, just like you. Dang. Yeah, see? What a lucky guy. He can no longer have off. sex. You know what? Why don't you just tell people like three-fourths of it got eaten off by a flesh-eating thing and they'll be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It must have been so huge. Sympathy ass. I can get some sympathy ass. Yeah. It's like a Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> video. <laughs> The arms of an angel. Damn, it's you know, not just comes get out in speedo. Try that. Yeah. You should. <laughs> he and his wife, Sue, were handed a oh, six figure payout. Oh, good old Sue. <laughs> we're handed a six figure payout 
uh, after the hospital's failings. They have lost their sex life, and Andrew has been to hell and back. That's what this story says. <laughs> and they, they can't have sex anymore. I still would rather have that than bed bugs. Flesh eating bed bugs. Oh, they got a picture. No, 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 yeah. no. Look at that. Top oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Wait. I, I was going to say something. That's TMI. Like, why is the top smaller than the bottom? By the way, great job picking that one and not the story about the man whose penis rotted inside of a pipe. I don't. You know what? I like a lot of things, but dick rotting isn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's laying pipe. Oh, oh, oh! I gotta go get my food. God, well, you guys are both really leaving right now. But we're we're gonna end the episode on that. Okay. Be a good human being and subscribe, rate, review the mess you just heard. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.